Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, you! Happy New Month! It's crazy, right? It's crazy that we're already in the second month of the year. It's really crazy. Like January went by so fast. It's a good thing, I guess. All right, I think it's a good thing. Just a few days ago, we were celebrating New Year's, and already we are in February, and within a few days we'll be in March. So,、um, yeah, guys, I really hope that everything is going good your side. I'm well. I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Thank God, and I really do hope that you are. Keeping healthy, you are keeping your body healthy as well, your mind, and everything is going good. Yeah, and today I have a special segment in this very、um, podcast episode where I will be answering most or some of the most frequently asked questions that I get in my DM or on this platform. Remember, you can always send me a message. Or you can follow me on my Instagram page, which is her underscore breathing journal. You can send in. I love to talk, so you know you can always come in with your questions, or you want to discuss something. I am always up for that any time of the day. So I'll be answering at least five to ten of my own frequently asked questions. And drum roll! Yes,、yeah, so I will be、um, talking today about my own personal ten best secrets to actually believing in yourself. So that's the topic of the day: my ten best secrets to actually believing in yourself. You're gonna love this. Stay tuned. <laughs> I still and I do get a lot of questions like, Tasha, how are you this confident, or where do you get the guts to be this confident or this and that? It always has to do with confidence and belief. And I will say this to you though, I was never like this. I was. Ten years ago, I was someone who'd always keep information to myself. I'd be so quiet, just do my thing, you know, be like that silent wind. I'm just in and out, and I didn't like talking because I felt like whatever came out of my mouth was not worth to be heard, or my input in any idea or in any project, like even at school, at home. Would not really have that too much weight, or would not be something that's worth it. And I had to change a few things about myself. I had to change and、um, try to work my way up to that confidence level that I wanted to be, to be able to be fully me. Because it was a part of me that I couldn't open up to people. I wanted to be confident, but I didn't know how. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in the ideas that I had, even if it's a small, tiny idea. I didn't know how to feel confident in myself. I didn't know how to believe in myself. So I had to learn it. You see. So here they are: my ten best secrets to actually believing in yourself. So here I'm getting real personal, guys. So this is why I told you this is、um, a special edition. 
I usually just talk about, you know, life situations and all that. But now I am getting real, real, real personal. So let's jump into it. Yeah. So number one has to be that self-belief, it's an ability that can be learned. You know, like I just told you, I had to learn how to believe in myself. I had to learn that. You know, so many people believe that um, or think that believing yourself is like a magical personality trait that people are born with. And that's actually not the real story, you know. In real in reality though, some people naturally have a more charismatic and assured personality whereby most confident people when are not or not always like that. So if you don't feel like a confident person now, that is not your lifelong destiny, trust me. You can always change your story like me. Don't feel discouraged about how you are right now. You can always work on your self-perception and become a person that is generally that generally believes in themselves. It it it's about the little things, you know. Sometimes you feel like um let's take for example an audition. You want to go for an audition to join a sports club or to join a singing competition all that all it takes is pushing yourself all it takes is believing in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself trust me no one is even when someone will come and say i believe in you and you yourself don't have self belief it's never going to work it's never going to work because you yourself need to believe in you before someone believes in you so it's all about changing your story honey it's all about changing your story number 2 true self belief starts inside it's all starts with the story that you have been telling yourself inside if you spend your days contemplating how you're not good enough and how everybody is so ahead of you it's never going to help you in any way when you do that you're training your brain to only focus on the things that will make this perspective stronger When I say those things I mean you know your flaws your insecurities versus other people's strength the time you start comparing yourself to somebody you are just burying yourself under the sand even more you're digging a bigger pit than you can ever imagine so the it all starts with inside you know like a good soldier your brain will follow your instructions and show how your outlook is right you know the world the world view that you're cur- curating the story about how you're not good enough will always be what you want how it's going to be if you tell yourself i'm not good at this then you're never going to be good at it but if you tell yourself that i can do this i believe in myself and i can try it you're going to boost your mind you go, your mind is going to try by all means to to win that you know so now let's imagine at a, a scenario what if instead of the defeat story you were trapped right now and you started changing your into into dialogue what if you began to say things like 
I am finding ways to become my best self. I am finishing every day, living better than I found it. Every day I become more and more like my best self. In the same way, you're training your brain to focus on things that will make this perspective more substantial. You're feeding the positivity, more energy into believing in yourself. So it starts inside with those things being your small wins, daily moments of gratitude and decisions that will make you proud of yourself. You know, the story about how amazing you are, the story about how great you want to be, the story about how people love you, the story about you being you, the story about you being at your best that's the best story you should be telling your brain right now. That's the best story that you should be feeding your brain with. All right. Let's jump into my third secret. Your brain is more important than what you see in the mirror. Your brain is more important than what you see in the mirror. Okay. So take it like this. Believing in yourself is a game played inside your head. You know, I have seen some, some ladies or girls that were professional models think and act like they're not good enough, even though they looked flawless. We've even seen it in movies, you know, so you see this perfect model with the perfect model body and looks and everything, but, but still they feel that they are not good enough in the same way. There are people who are very far away from beauty standards for society who live where no one drag their self-belief down. It's all about what you believe to be, tr- to be the truth about you, you know. Our words and thoughts are self-fulfilling prophecies. What you think you become. It all goes back. It all bounces back to the topic I was talking about, the law of attraction right um it's all about it's all about feeding your brain with the right words feeding your brain with the correct vocabulary feeding your brain with the right energy our words your words your thoughts are self-fulfilling prophecies you are fueling your mind the same way your car breaks down or your car stops moving when it doesn't have fuel. That's the same way the brain will stop working. If you tell your brain that you cannot move, you cannot do anything, it's gonna stand still because you, you're not giving it what it needs. So feed your brain with the right words and thoughts. And there, voila, we're going, we're going, baby, we're going, right? All right. All right, so let's jump into number four. But the mirror can help as an ally. On the other hand, I do believe that the mirror can become an ally in the process. For example, I want to ask you this. Have you ever tried a new dress and then felt like, wow, I look good. For men, have you ever tried a new tuxedo or a new... I don't know, and you suit and you felt like I'm a king. I am, I am, I am rocking this look, you know. Start making a deal with yourself to put a little effort into how you present yourself. 
I would not lie to you. There's a huge difference to confidence boasting if it has to do with your image. I used to have very, very short hair. Um, I think 10 years ago, I used to have very short hair. All my high school days, I used to have short hair. I wouldn't have my hair plated. I remember going to the barber every few weeks and getting my hair trimmed down, you know, for Zimbabweans who call it Zuda sometimes. Yeah, I used to have Zuda right now. You know, I used to have Zuda, but right now I have this much long hair. And I will tell you, the confidence that I had when I had that Zuda or short hair and the one that I have now with, uh, with my long hair is totally different. You know, it's totally different. So the effort that you put into how you want yourself to look, the effort that you put in how you want to present yourself, it really helps you to boost your self-confidence or believe in yourself, if I should say. No. So every time you check yourself out in the mirror during the day, you become like happily surprised. Like, oh my God, is this me? Like, damn, I look good. I look good. Simple things like brushing your teeth. Like showering, taking that TLC shower or bath, a little spray of a good perfume that will turn heads in, in, in the subway or in the street, in the bus, at work, and clothes that make you feel confident, they can go a really, really long way in changing your self-perception for the best. If you do not believe me, you should try this today or tomorrow, or even, yeah, try it today. Try to change your look. Try to, to put on a different lipstick. Try on those new, those new shoes. Try on those new pants. Try on that new perfume. Change that hairstyle. Cut that beard or grow a beard, you know. You will find that when you look yourself in the mirror again, you will have this new energy flowing through your veins and you will not you will not regret it. Okay. I love this one. I love this one. I think this is the best of all of them. All right. Let's go on to number five. Trick your brain and change your beliefs. Creating small daily wins to feel like the badass that you are. Sorry for the language, but yeah. Trick your brain and change your beliefs and create small daily wins to feel like the badass that you are. You are badass, you know. Remember when I told you that your brain is like a good soldier that loves to follow orders? Besides that, the brain can be very judgy. And it's also like giving meaning to everything that you do. It's always judging you like, hey, Tasha, what the hell are you doing? And um, the good news is that you can use this in your favor, you know. You can use this in a favor. I already presented the con- the concept of self-efficacy uh, a dozen times, but let's recap what this uh, what this baby we borrowed from psychology is about. So, according to uh, Albert Bandura, who's a psychologist and Stanford pr- professor, you can uh, I'll leave a link so that you guys can check it out. They say. Self-efficacy refers to an individual's belief in his or her capacity to execute behaviors necessary to produce specific performance attainments. Reflects confidence in the ability to exert control over one's motivation, behavior, and self-social environment. 
these self-evaluations influence all manner of human experience including the goals for the for which people strive the amount of energy expanded towards goal achievement and likelihood of attaining particular levels of behavioral performance so now trying to translate this to real life terms when you succeed at a task you put a little block on your i believe in myself wall when you fail at a task, you take out a little block at your I believe in myself wall. The reason why I'm sharing this with you is because you can use this in your favor. This is something I call like um, scheduling your victories. For example, choose something that you really want to do, like reading a book, um, starting going to the gym, going for a run, writing a book. Uh, so now, make this a ridiculously easy goal even though it's not like reading um, a book for three minutes or running for four minutes put your schedule that you will do that during the day and make it a priority as you start to get those small wins in your self-efficacy levels your self-efficacy levels will start to rise because building the I believe in myself wall is not about the size of the task, but the fact that the task was complete. So you see, it's very easy. If you tell yourself you want to go to the gym and you know how it goes with going to the gym, you probably don't have the energy or you're too sleepy or you're feeling lazy, then just wake up and do a, some push-ups for at least four minutes. You know, so now your brain, your brain is already being trained. Like, okay, she actually, she is actually going to the gym because she is exercising. You know, and you actually completed a task. If you want to read four, four pages or five pages per day, but you're probably too busy, read five pages of uh, a book, but you're too busy. Try to at least to read one page, and you have at least completed a task. This way. You will change your self-perspective and beliefs about who you are and what you can do for the best. Because in the end, you are doing something. You're not just stagnant. You are doing something. I know you might think this is a crazy trick and like it's an easy trick, but it is so damn powerful. As you build it more and more, you start to feel confident about going for more significant tasks, harder tasks, and longer time probably if you're going for a run for 10 minutes the next week you're probably gonna push for 30 and the next month you're gonna push for one hour and the next month you're gonna push for two hours and you're already killing it you know all right so number six believe in yourself for you you can actually use social media in your favor so according to the study the real truth about beauty only 4% of women consider themselves beautiful. Interesting, yeah? And on the other hand, 80% of women agree that every woman has something about her that is beautiful, even though they don't see their own beauty. I don't know about you, but these numbers actually break my heart. Only 4% of women consider themselves beautiful. And 80% of women agree that every woman has something about her that is beautiful. After looking at the numbers for a while, I really started to understand something exciting about them. I want you to picture this with me. 
If I can see the beauty in other women, even though I cannot see it in me, I can actually use this to turn this picture around. The way to do this is to create what types of beauty you surround yourself with. If you only follow Instagram models who have bodies that are incredibly different from yours, then you will continue to feel like there is something wrong with you. Right? Okay. But this is only happening because your references are off. Imagine what will happen if you start create to curate your social media with a beauty that is similar to yours. Same body type, similar hair, um, similar skin, face structure. You will start to recognize the beauty in others like you are already doing and be able to cr- carry yourself that to yourself. So I already did that experiment and it brought me amazing results, honestly, not only for my self-esteem, but also for my confidence. You see, um, like I told you, I used to have short hair. I used to have short hair, but I would always see other school students with long hair, with free hand, beautiful cornrows. And during the holidays, they would have their braids on flick. And I would always feel less beautiful. And whenever I was around them, I would feel like I am nothing. I would feel like I'm not a lady just because my hair was not to their point. But... When I came across other ladies who had their hairstyles, short hair in a different color or it's just neatly combed and they're just smiling, I would feel like, wow, is this how I look? You see? So it's all about, you know, knowing what it is that's going to boost your self-esteem. You are beautiful as you are, honey. You don't need to change anything. You just need to change your mindset. That's it. That's it. But I want you to give this a shot. You won't lose anything. Give this a shot. Yeah? Another thing. Number seven. Your relationships can make you or break you. All right. So let's try to break this down into two parts. What your relationships say about you and how your relationships influence your behaviors. First thing, how often are you caught in toxic relationships? Do you feel that you're always giving more to people than what they give to you? If that's so, those relationships are just reflecting, again, the beliefs and self-perceptions you have about yourself. When you allow yourself to stay in relationships where you're not treated with respect, you confirm self-beliefs of not being good enough. I hate to say this, but this is how it is. This is the truth right here. You will keep justifying the ways others treat you. It's also crucial to notice that here I'm not only talking about romantic relationships, but also of friends, co-workers, family members, especially for family members. You know, we all know, we all have family members that are always stepping over us. And if you don't say anything, they will keep doing that. They will keep stepping over you. They will keep, you know, harassing you, if I should say. But the moment you try or you even, you actually stand up for yourself, trust me, they'll stop. The moment you say, I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way you treat me. I don't like this. I don't like that. Trust me, 
if they have five senses, they will know that, oh, no, 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 you cannot do this to her, you cannot do this to him, and it will actually change. So it's very important to create, um, to curate your relationships, to have by your side people who cherish and treat you with love and respect. Do not allow anyone to disrespect you. Do not allow anyone to hurt your feelings. And also be open enough to be able to say, you know, this, this and that. I don't like this. Okay, I'm going to get even more personal about this. I used to be called Kane when I was in high school, in, in primary school, that is. Why? Because I'm generally tall. For a lady, I'm quite tall. And I was one of the tallest ladies in my class. So they would nickname me that, nickname me that, and I didn't like it, you know. So I'll just keep quiet, and they'll just laugh about it. And I remember one day I was in the playground playing with my other friends, who were playing. I forgot the name of the game, but Maflau, you know, for for Zimbabweans, I don't understand what I'm saying, Maflau, and. This guy from my class, he just ran by and he took the ball from my hand and he called me that nickname again. I had had enough. I had had enough and I told him, that is not my name. My name is Natasha. My name is Natasha. Everybody who was around me that knew me, they were so surprised because I never used to speak. I never used to show them how it bothered me. I would just keep quiet and, you know, let it pain inside. But from that day on, I will let you know, no one called me that name again. Because all my emotions came out in that one sentence. I told them, don't ever call me that again. My name is Natasha and you know it. Don't ever call me that again. And from that day on, no one called me that again. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So this is the trick, huh? And that's just how it is. You know, don't let people disrespect you. Don't let people pull you down. Don't let that happen. Do not let that happen. Now going to a second point. You have probably or already heard this. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with by Jim Ron. In summary, this means that we are greatly influenced by the ones closest to us. I've always talked about this, so I won't get too deep into it. What we talk about, how we see ourselves, and so much more. If the people around you are negative, continually talking bad about themselves, criticizing everything and everyone, This is and will and is going to play a huge part in how you see yourself and the frame of mind you carry. Make sure that your friends, your family, and anyone who's around you, they are not always talking about negativity, talking bad things about themselves, because you need someone who's going to even... What you take in is what you become. You know, so choose with care who you want close to you number eight we're almost done number eight constant self-development is essential to keep taking to keep taking your self-belief to new levels so like i said self-development is a lifestyle it's not about um it's not about reading one book and a few blogs here and there this is about making a commitment with yourself that you always be growing learning new things and investing in the most essential asset of your life which is yourself you are your greatest asset 
you should never forget that the more that you invest in yourself the more confident that you're going to be and the more your self-belief has the base to reach higher levels although this takes a lot of work or maybe time it can be really pretty fun you know so one of my favorite ways to invest is in myself is through books i love reading i love reading and I always buy even books for my friends as well. So if you do want some ideas about what books would be an excellent start for you, I will write a full post with exact books that I've read or that I am willing to read or that you could read to create a life that you would be obsessed with. So I would say those would be like my favorite books of all time. And another exciting and delightful way to invest in yourself and plant some seeds of growth inside your cute little head is through movies. I love movies. I am crazy about movies. The cinema is one of my favorite places on earth, you know, and because I am a dreamer. I am a dreamer and I believe in what I capture i believe in what i see so movies is another way of keeping myself you know self-confident and developing self-developing and movies self-development movies are actually a thing they can add so much into your life and help you learn and make sense of ideas you'd never be able to make in any other way i recently have a good 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 friend of mine recommend me a series and they told me to actually have a notebook and um, a, a dictionary and they said um, when you watch this series you should be taking down notes because those things that you're going to learn in that series are going to help you in your life and I was like this is what I'm talking about this is exactly what I need all right so I'm going to write a post um, with my 10 top 10 self-development movies so you better get your popkin and your netflix ready and yeah i hope you enjoy them let's go on to number nine don't let your past define you because it's not about it's not because you failed once that failure will always be your story giving yourself permission to start over and write in your story the story that you truly want is an obligation only if you're going to nail this belief in yourself thing all right you want to nail this i believe in myself thing you need to get over your past you need to bury your past it's called a past for a reason honey keep punishing keep punishing yourself about um past mistakes and missed opportunities and all that happened back then two years ago three years ago five months ago will only bring your levels down and it make you feel like you're trapped it make you feel like you're chained down to a tree you're handcuffed and you cannot do anything you have everything you need to become who you've always wanted to be you just need to let go of the past number 10 it's okay to feel down sometimes it's okay not to feel okay sometimes but this doesn't mean that your self-belief is gone you know um like i told you at the beginning of this um episode that many people always text me about my self-confidence they always say why are you always smiling how are you always bubbly 
they do not actually understand or believe that I actually have bad times. I do get down. I do cry. I do have days where I feel like, what's happening? Oh my God, what's happening? You know, but I don't let that take over or steal my self-belief in me. No, it's just a moment of weakness, a moment where I just need to let my emotions, you know, out We all have days where we just don't feel like a real-life goddess walking around. And that's okay. You should feel okay about that. You know, it doesn't mean that all your magic and your self-belief are gone. It might be your hormones. You know, it might be something you ate. It might be a certain situation that is stressing you out. It might be too much work. It might be that your body is speaking to you. It might be that... um, You had a fight with your best friend. You had a fight with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. But it's it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass, you know. The most important thing during those days is to investigate your thoughts and feelings and understand where they're coming from. After that, you should allow yourself, you know, to feel the emotions. Do not pretend they don't exist. One thing I've noticed that kills many people's self-confidence is that they think that everything should always be perfect all the time. There are times and days and moments, seconds and minutes, where you're going to feel like everything is not fine. You feel like it's going to explode. You feel like things are just going the wrong way. And the moment you just give up in that moment, then all your self-belief is gone. But if you understand that bad moments come in life if you understand that there are going to be sad moments and they're going to be moments where you feel like giving up and that you should feel your mo- your emotions just feel the emotions and let that moment pass and get back on your feet you know so when this happens create a relaxing environment creating a, a, a relaxing environment i already have a podcast episode i was talking about depression and if you listen again if you haven't listened please head on over and listen to some of the tips that uh, a friend phoebe uh, and i came up with on how to distress or, or how to relax you know how to get back to your old self if you're in a difficult situation or you're going through a hard time you know and there are many ideas that you can get on how to create you know a relaxing and mindful time that will help you reflect and recharge yourself and then possibly and yeah move on you know so yeah those were my 10 best secrets on how to believe in yourself and boost your confidence I really hope that you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. I felt like I had to because um, I feel that as much as we go on the internet, some of the stuff that we read is really like just too good or just too too much of lies or something like that. And for me, my podcast is all about, you know, getting it deep in the deep truth in the deep 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 truth so i decided to share these tips with you um because you know i care for you just as much as i know you and hopefully you care for me so that we can you know understand each other more you know connect more so yeah 
I really hope that you enjoy that. So guys, those were my 10 best secrets in how to believe in yourself and boost your confidence. And now... for the frequently asked questions that I get on my Instagram, in my Instagram DM, I received quite a few interesting questions. But yeah, like I promised, I really promised that I'm going to answer most of them. So here I've got 13 questions that I'm going to answer. And if I didn't pick your answer or if I didn't get your answer, then I'm probably going to do it in another special edition some other time so i do hope that your question is here because i'm not going to mention the people who ask these questions but um you will definitely know it's yours if you hear it the first one was how old are you i am 23 years old yeah i'm 23 the second one is which nationality have people mistaken you for <laughs> Um, I've been mistakenly thought that I'm Ethiopian. I'm Ethiopian. Nah, I am fully, fully Zimbabwean. I am Shona. Shona. And the next question was, what advice would you give someone who wants to do a podcast? My first advice is, are you dedicated? Are you going to be dedicated to your podcast and do you have all the resources that you need you don't need much actually actually if you need more information about this you can always um message me and i'll help you in any way on how to do a podcast and my i might actually do um an episode where i'm talking about how to set up for your own podcast so my advice is one go for it two be confident be super confident be you just be you don't try to be someone else don't be don't try to be tasha unless you're just copying the energy you know but go with your flow and make sure you understand everything about a podcast where to share it how to connect to podcast to the streaming sites and all that okay let's go on to the next question which country would you visit twice, even if you have never been there? Hmm. Okay. Which country would you visit twice, even if you've never been there? I'll say Italy. I've always wanted to go to Italy. And I think if I go to Italy, I'll love it so much that I even go there thrice. <laughs> so I'll say that country would be Italy. All right. The next question is, did you learn your accent and that is in quotes by the way did you learn your accent actually no i didn't i i believe it's natural i didn't learn it i don't remember when i was forced to speak a certain way or to listen to certain things just because maybe it was something i was watching i don't know i don't i've never looked into it i think it's just a normal accent actually so no i did not learn my accent the next question was, um, are you a voice artist? 
The answer is 100% yes, I am a voice artist. I do ads for businesses, for individuals, and stuff like that. So yes, I am a voice artist. I am able to change my voice into different characters and tones. Alright, number nine. Do you have sisters? Is it question number nine or what? I'm sorry if I'm... I, 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 I forgot, I forgot. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. Do you have sisters? Okay, this guy, this is a guy who was actually asking, do you have sisters? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I have sisters. <laughs> Now, I'm asking back to you if you're listening. Why do you ask? Yes, I have sisters. What made you want to start a podcast? I should say this was one question I was hoping someone would ask, actually. What made me start a podcast? First of all, because I'm someone who loves sharing. I really love sharing. And I love talking and connecting with people from different parts of the world. So I felt like having a podcast was something that could really help me uh, realize that dream of mine. And also, another thing though is I started my podcast during COVID-19 and a lot of negativity was going on um, in the world, obviously. Even on social media, it was always COVID-19 this, COVID-19 that. And I'm someone who's always wa- who always wants to be uh, surrounded by positivity. So I thought that by having this podcast, it could be a fun way to distract myself and also, you know, create something new and all that. So I would say that's why um, I started this podcast. What um, or who are your lady inspirations? Lady inspirations. Definitely Oprah Winfrey and Vimbai Mutiniri. Those ladies, oh my goodness, I wish I could just meet them one day. Just a simple hug would do. Vimbai Mutiniri and Oprah Winfrey, those are my lady inspirations. The next question. If you were stranded on a desert, hmm, what would be your routine? Interesting one. If you were stranded on a desert, what would be your routine? Okay on a desert I'm okay this is a play where, place where it's so hot there obviously there's nothing much to do okay so I think my routine wa- would be to um maybe f- there are no trees on a desert by the way is it I think I'll just start by writing something in the sand probably I'll be writing my thoughts down in the sand writing down what I think I could have been doing if I wasn't stranded on the desert maybe write some Um, look around for some plants. I don't know. I mean, what kind of question is this? <laughs> Interesting. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next one. Would you ever write a book? Mm. In the future, I think. I think I might write a book. But I'm more of a talking person, more of an interacting face-to-face kind of person or podcast person. So I don't know if I'll be really be able to write a book. I'm not saying I cannot. No, I believe I can. It's just that probably right now I'm too lazy to do so. Yeah. But that's actually something that I could think of doing. That is actually something that I could think of doing. And the last question is... Do you ever plan on relocating or coming back to Zimbabwe for good? If yes, what would you be doing? 
currently my plans for relocating are uncertain um a lot is happening in my life right now so i cannot pin a yes or no to that and also if i do come back i'll definitely be still be podcasting and probably i'll be um doing some business projects and you never know it's all all i I always say it's god's plan it's god's plan so uh, those were the questions that i decided to answer and um i got actually those were questions that i got if i missed your question i'm really really sorry and thank you this has been fun this was really really fun if i didn't answer your question properly please do send me a message again and i will be glad to answer it again so guys these were my most frequently asked questions for this week's her quote of the week um, I wrote this on October 11, last year, October 11, 2020. And this is what I wrote below the post. The reality is way more than just a physical being. You are an infinite spirit with unlimited capabilities, ready to fly as soon as you realize you have wings. You are extraordinary in always possible, Matthew 19, verse 26. And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And the quote said, You are an infinite spirit. I'll read this again. Matthew 19 verse 26. And looking at them, Jesus said to them, With people, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. As we were talking about some secrets or ways in how you can start boosting your confidence and believing yourself this week, I want you to take your pen and paper and just write scheduling my victories, scheduling my victories. I was talking about, you know, trying to do those tasks even in the littlest time, in the minimum time that you can do them. For example, if you want to start cooking classes, you want to start jogging, you want to start braiding your own hair, you want to start sewing clothes, start by doing the smallest, smallest things. And when you do them, just write them in your journal, on your wall, on your mirror, wherever you write down your journal entries and just write down those small victories. If you're able to run for at least four minutes, then write it down. That's just small victory. If you're able to braid your hair, at least maybe, I don't know, half your head and then you felt like you can go anymore, then write it down. If you're able to finish that assignment before the deadline, that's a victory, write it down. It's all about celebrating those small wins, honey. You need to celebrate them because you are doing something. It's different from someone who's not doing anything. And the moment you keep looking at those victories at the end of the week, you will feel so happy and you will have that energy belief in you and you'll feel so, so good. Trust me. I want you to try this. So yeah, that's the journal end of the week. Write 
scheduling my victories and write each and every victory that you're going to make this week. I hope you enjoy this and all the best. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in. Remember, if you do have any messages, any requests for topics or any message that you want to send to that special somebody, please do get in touch with me on my social media platforms. You can leave a message here or you can email me. You'll be able to find my email address in my links in my bios on Instagram at her underscore breathing underscore journal or tasha underscore danelle please do also leave your inquiries if you do have any advertisements we also do have a platform for that do not hesitate to get with me your host natasha danelle gambanjera so this is ciao for me babayam and take care